2: there's no place to escape to this is the last time on the left
0: <laughs> side stories.
2: Yeah, your That's when the
1: cannibalism started.
0: Side, side
2: stories. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Hey uh hey BK, nice to see you Papa's in the house. Oh yeah, Papa! Hey, uh, so glad you're inviting me over. Not a lot of people are inviting me over these days.
0: I still love you, Papa. Do you? Yeah. You show me? You want me to show you how much I
2: love you? Show me on my body how much you love me, BK. Did you bring the garlic butter? Yeah, it's in my pockets. <laughs> um, I got to tell you what, I've had 157 pizzas in the last 49 days. <laughs> and um, the quality's still dipping on all the PJs that I've been out at and um, staring at, looking in the windows, checking the cheese. I go back in the dumpsters and I uh, check the cheese they've been using, seeing... Quality of the cheese, and I can tell you what, it's slipping. Yeah, Dropping. I believe it. Um, day Dave reckoning is going to be postponed, actually. Uh, what is unfortunately. it? I looked into how much money that Las Vegas guy spent on guns, and it's like $1. <laughs> $1. $1.5 million. And uh, <clears throat> let's just say uh, Old Papa is not exactly liquid at the moment because i've been putting a lot of money in uh making a film about my life remember the guy with the big head yeah the I Scarlett johansson movie where she's uh she's nude in it the thing it's called in the inside out what's it called Some about pussy boogers what was the name of i that?
0: think it is pussy boogers yeah yeah
2: yeah 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 yeah. that big guy's gonna play me he's incredibly handsome in real life
0: that's great well for someone who isn't liquid you're certainly soaking wet all the time
2: i tell you what i'm coming back I love I'm it I'm coming back I'm coming back getting into sandwiches This is a big, big swift Gonna make a sandwich with a um, sauce on it Just kind of red sauce and Italian sauce and Get some pepperoni on there Ew. Put some um, Put some cheese in there Yeah. And it's, so it's like instead of a pizza it's, it's a sandwich But it's like a pizza in between two slices of bread
0: Papa is back in the house Welcome to Science I'm gonna commit suicide you're, okay, well that is that's the day of reckoning. That's okay. Stay alive, Papa. Stay alive. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben with Henry Zabrowski, and uh, my goodness, what a what a time it's been. Papa John not doing great. But- a lot
2: of people trying to say, trying to say, I was fired for uh, for playing a role again. Did anybody fire Denzel Washington for playing Malcolm X? Well, I because think- everybody knows Malcolm X was white.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't yep. think that that's true, that Papa. Correct. I think. Yep. It, I mean, I I just feel like maybe it was like the last straw. I think you were sort of rubbing people the wrong way. People were like, you're getting a little weird, and then it's like, then you're saying the n-word a bunch, and then I think they were I'm like saying this. The day of
2: reckoning, yes, it has been pushed to 2022, but when it does come, when them storm clouds roll over all of St. Louis, they will then know the true vengeance of the Papa.
0: St. Louis has been through enough. Oh my goodness. Papa John, you heard it here first. The day of reckoning 2022 (laughs) in St. Louis. It's happening without a doubt. Exclusive interview with Papa John. We got at
1: least three separate emails from people within St. Louis who had seen Papa out on the street and on the scene and what it was like. I think and we got more. Two of them, at least, both separate, not connected to each other, said they had seen Papa John in, a ve- in some form of sport bar, in a full bicycle outfit, <laughs> a skin tight, bike riders like a cyclist uniform <laughs> decorated <laughs> as pizza. This is since the firing. This is since the firing where he shows up with a bunch of other huge muscled wet men. Just, I guess, trying different types of flatbreads because, you know, flatbread is just a lazy form of pizza. I agree. I agree. That, That allows him to maybe dabble in other styles of pizza that does not emotionally affect him in a way that consuming the Papa John's pizza has been it's been kind of a reminder like looking at pictures of your ex.
0: Yeah, and pining. It, he needs to he needs to take a break from Papa John's. Maybe just get some uh, thin crust Domino's. That works too. It's good, it's fun, it's crispy. I think you'll enjoy it. Apparently when Papa John's goes out, the majority of the questions are, do you really know Peyton Manning? So Papa John's <laughs> entire life, he is a celebrity for being the owner of a pizza chain that has gone way downhill, and the only thing is, he is famous adjacent, and that person that people really want to know about is Peyton Manning. I'll tell you
2: what, the only reason why it's going downhill is because they kicked me out of the cockpit. New The new goddamn GM, he's not even in the in the pizza category. I'd put him in the asshole category. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Well, indeed. Papa. I do believe that Papa knows Peyton Manning, though, because Peyton Manning, he's all in with the Papa John's. I wouldn't be surprised if Peyton Manning orchestrated the coup to get rid of Papa John, because Peyton wants to be the new Papa in the house. No, you know, honestly, you know who truly benefits is Shaquille O'Neal, because
1: Shaquille O'Neal is the new spokesperson for Papa John's. And if you talk to Papa
2: John, he said the same thing. I don't think a lot of people understood, like, just how the what the what the comedic dynamic would be between me and Shaq would be and you know, how that was a failure. That was a failure of Papa John's part, not bringing me back into the fold.
1: Like he I is agree. definitely obsessed with the fact that he would have been hilarious next to Shaq. Which again, you know, he might have been he could have been if Shaq, Shaq hadn't a- beaten him to
0: death <laughs> with his giant hands upon meeting him. No, Shaq you know, he can break dance. He could he was he was what was it, Kazam? Something like that? And I don't think his funny? knees can break dance anymore. Oh, I don't know. I was watching him on Inside the NBA. He and Charles Barkley just have the best rapport. They, they do. I love them. They I do. do. Well, speaking of the best rapport, this guy, he does not. Uh, we spoke about this man on last week's episode. He is the, uh, I guess we'll call him the, fe- the fecal fiend. He was oh yeah, throwing-
1: the face fiddler. Yes. He's the face fiddler.
0: He was throwing a bunch of liquid dookie all over people who were just trying to study at the library. They caught I don't him. Know, man. His name is Samuel Opeku. And evidently all of the people that he splattered with human poop were Asian, and no one knows if it was like a racially motivated thing or no. if it just coincidentally happened that way. I don't know.
1: All I know is when you see the pictures of him smiling, he was so happy. He was dressed as a construction worker. They think he might have been. One good fan theory that I got sent in an email saying that maybe he was harvesting his duke from porter potties, which is why he got so much of it. And then he basically took it from work. Which is interesting. Maybe he was a construction worker. We don't know. But it, this news broke the day we put out the episode. Yes. Which is what always happens. And then you just sit there like, God damn it. I wanted to bust this story open. I know. But, you know. I'm, I'm glad they got him. Toronto can finally breathe... At ease. Don't worry, Kissel. You can be free to go to the library when we visit there this weekend again.
0: <laughs> you know, I always do that in every city. Yes. I go to the public library yes. and I sniff the books. Police spokesman Victor Kwan. Uh, this is what uh, this is what he had to say regarding if this was a racially motivated crime. He says we don't know if that we don't know if that's the connection because we have different parts of Asia in there. He told the Star. He said some of the victims were from the west side, some from the east side. So it's not. Not like they were all Chinese per se. Although, if you were going to be racially motivated in your attack, are you really going to be like South Korean, North Korean, Chinese? Like I think I, so. I feel like he's just going to oh, be blanket. I think,
1: so. I think that it, it, it's it's one or the other. I mean, let's let's not put a cap on racism, okay? Okay. There's so many different shades, oh, even colors within racism that racists would be upset. To find out how many grays are within just racism. You could be pan against one whole group right. of human beings, or even, or get specific. Like so- my my uncle did with the Vietnamese, ah. and that was only just because of the time he spent in a Hanoi hotel, but it's still at the same time. We're back in America. The war has ended.
0: The war has ended. So you're t- you're saying there's diversity in racism. This is your hashtag woke racism. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's true though. I'm there sure is, there is.
1: There is a there's a color of every stripe of racism. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And we should be feel we should feel free to embrace each one.
0: That is the only way to solve the problem, isn't it? That's it. That's it. And of course, your Polish uncle. I'm sure he must have been such a thrill. To have to have as a prisoner. Just the amount of care. He did not of have care, the, the amount He of was care not the Polish side. He was not the Polish side? He's not the Polish side.
1: He was the Scottish Italian side. And he was a big fat guy. He still is a big fat guy. So it's
0: just like we got to get rid of he Private Zabrowski because he's eating us out of home and out of. We are going to lose the war based on our soup budget alone.
1: That's what you do. You got to do the goldfish method. You got to grow to the size of your prison. <laughs> he also was a baggage handler at the airport. That was his main
0: job. So technically, he's very physical. Really? He handled your your uncle, the man who has yep. PTSD up to his eyebrows from being held yes. captive during Vietnam, is just with Agent orange bags? Yep. This That's is who's why, handling your bags. This is why I've always said, if there is going to be a "quote unquote" explosion on an airplane, it's going to be from someone from the inside because they're oh, all he doesn't. They're all going crazy.
1: He, he doesn't want to fuck with his money. That's more important than anything else when it comes down to it. In the end, you don't really want to fuck with your money. You, to be a true terrorist, you have to be an actual piece of shit.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe we'll talk about some terrorism during this week's Hero of the Week. What? Hint, hint. hint, hint.
1: What? What? All right, I, I want to talk about this story first before we talk about something really depressing. Oh, I will God. say, this: the last two weeks, there was legitimately four whole families dead in murder-suicides. It's beginning we covered to look two a last lot week. Like, Christmas. like Christmas. What a beautiful time when you start <laughs> thinking about what a burden everyone is, and you look at the list of gifts you're supposed to get, and you look at the amount of money that you oh, have, and man. maybe things are folding. Maybe that bonus didn't come in, so now I have to, I can't put in the pool no. that I promised for everybody, and so I have to send my rage-filled cousin and go kidnap my boss and bring him to my house? Daddy! That's from National Daddy. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Daddy, I was brought! Mr. Pool, you said
0: we yeah. were gonna get a pool.
1: Come here, I'll show you this pool. see how I dug this big hole in the backyard? Daddy, there's there is no the pool water in the pool. Yep, yep, go to sleep. Just go to sleep.
2: <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Dave Reckoning's calm. Tell me,
0: your crazy bread's also falling off. Oh, it is. It has. Indeed, it has, Papa.
1: All right, here we go. Aristocrat who killed Britain with candelabra after mistaking him for an alien is in drug addled rage, freed after three years. This comes from The Independent by Vincent Woods. This is just one of those European justice things that I, I just don't know if I can ever understand. This is before, this st- story came out before we started doing side stories. So I want to, uh, you might have heard of this before, but now the guy is out after only serving three years. This
0: story is absolutely insane.
1: An aristocrat convicted of manslaughter in 2017, after manslaughter, after choking, stabbing, and beating a man to death with a candelabra, has been freed after judges ruled he had not known what he was doing at the time of the incident. Yeah, because he, I, well, I, he is hammered. Yes. Bennett von Vertis, 34, was initially found guilty by a Swiss court of voluntary manslaughter after killing 23-year-old UK citizen Alex Morgan in 2014 in a drug-fueled rage, with lawyers claiming he had
0: mistaken his victim for a green-faced alien. Okay, I have a These- question. Yes. If it's voluntary manslaughter, isn't that called murder? Is yes, it the whole it's a point fancy of manslaughter? Word. Is just like ah, oh man, I didn't want to do that, but it happened anyway.
1: This is one of those good things if you can email us and tell us the difference because in my mind, I thought manslaughter was stuff like I um, f- full like um an act of passion. Sure, I think it's that. I think it's accidental murder. Right. I think it's when you hit somebody with your car and an hour someone dies as a result of an accident. Like but what, I feel like it's like if you pull sure, Caitlyn Jenner. An- I'm going to, yes, a Caitlyn Jenner, who is, a, I mean, what an accomplished murdering woman. <laughs> but the, the idea that you could do more than two types of murder in <laughs> one and it'd still be manslaughter, I'm not really sure. I you know don't what I know. mean? The son of a Hungarian German aristocrat, an art gallerist, was initially ordered to spend 12 and a half years. Okay. That's it. Still, a sentence that included punishment for one separate charge of raping a woman in London. What is is going on? Swiss justice. However, now he will walk free after receiving a course of drug addiction therapy, Oh, having served only three years behind barges. Uh, but we also believe in prison reform, so I understand. We should be trying to fix these people and trying to reform them instead of... But I feel like he could have gotten a little bit more time.
0: I think so, in,
1: yeah. In 2014, Morgan had arranged to meet Von Vertis at his family chalet near Lake Zurich as a part of a skiing holiday with his mother, Katja Faber. The 23-year-old had previously met the aristocrat through Regent's University in London, where they both studied business administration, which meant they did cocaine. So they, <laughs> he met this 23-year-old dude. So he already met him. This is not just a stranger at a bar. However, during the visit, a day before New Year's Eve, mm. the killer is said to have flown into a psychosis after an argument over Swedish folk music. Oh, my God. So they're just Swedish there, didn't folk
0: I, music. So you mean to tell me
1: you do not like the Frog on the Hill by Bjorn Bjornsson? No, actually, I think that it is absolutely pedantic. And it's like, "I this is the fight." During this uh, argument, he bludgeoned his victim around the head and body fifty times. Jeez. He then stabbed Morgan with the glass from a broken coffee table, which is a detail they skipped over. Of like, so he threw him through a coffee table, right? And then stabbed him with it and proceeded to beat him with a candelabra before ramming a candle down his throat
0: and strangling him. I am not sure if drugs are the main problem for this man. I feel like the drug rehabilitation part, that's nice. That's an accoutrement to the whole other series of reforms this man needs to have in his brain. The Swiss fucking
1: high court, yeah, smoke man fucking weed, my friend. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. The Swiss high court in Zurich heard Van Verties had taken sleeping pills, cocaine, and ketamine before the incident. So he took the full zipper. He
0: took the zapper zipper. I mean, why would you ever take cocaine and sleeping pills? It doesn't make any sense. Trying to find that wonderful balance. So so the guy, so he is lit out of his mind. He's obviously a horrible, entitled piece of shit. What is a green-faced alien, Henry? You, you're the I alien think, expert. Is there any I green-faced mean. alien out
1: there? They're just being racist against aliens. They're just saying a term. They're mm. being green-faced. I would even say that. I would say someone who dresses as an alien who's not, I would say they're donning green face. Okay. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in society. Um, I think the reason why he thought he was a green-faced alien was because he was from the UK and he hasn't seen the sun in a bunch of months. Right. Because you- we saw a couple, we've seen the, some UK men that could use a, a, one of those like true light lamps oh, that absolutely. they use to fight
0: seasonal de- affective disorder. No, you can hear them coming a mile away. They sound like a horse in carriage, but they're just walking they're just all like cricky cracky cricky cracky people Oh, oh, oh tell them that can you see my it uh, is apple going up and down this is really insane so there are so the people here the the victims are pretty upset about the fact yep. that he is getting released. The victim's mother said, there are no words for how I feel this morning. She goes on to say, the justice system the world over are broken. Victims have zero rights. My son's killer goes free. That is so sad. I mean, this guy is just going to go off and be just a wealthy. What's he going to do? He's just going to go be an aristocrat for the rest of his life. Yes. Wow. No justice yeah, that's just, uh, what. What is an aristocrat? I think it's just a legacy person. It's just a It's just a nepotism. It's just someone who comes from a long line of wealth that never does anything with their life, and obviously at this point they've been so inbred, their brains are mush, they can't control themselves. Well, they've, they've definitely, they've earned nothing. They've earned nothing, right?
1: no. If you are an aristocrat, just the term, like the concept of being an aristocrat, Right? Like, that's your job label. He went to school for business administration. And I met those guys in, in Florida State. They were the ones that they, they didn't
0: go to school. No, they had fun. They Everyone- worked out. They work out. That's that's doing business. Uh, of course, now, as Henry Marcus and I continue to expand the last podcast network, it would have been nice to sit in on one of those business classes. I'm not saying well, you don't learn anything in business class. But- I, par- I guess you must, because
1: I there's a bunch of stuff to know about running a business that we don't know.
0: No, they don't teach it in political science or theater class.
1: No, in theater school, we were not taught to survive. I was treated <laughs> like a bird kicked out of the nest. Like, we were not taught how to swing running a business. So, yes, I understand there could have been something in there. But as an aristocrat, he also had to do nothing.
0: Oh, my God. So, no, why does he even
1: go to school? But, all right, so he met the guy before. It wasn't like he's surprised and he just turned into an alien. Mm. I think this is all, I, I you know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that some of his end of the story was fabricated.
0: I believe so, unless he was just tripping so hard that he really did think he was an alien. Have
1: you ever, 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 you've used combos of drugs? Sure. You know what I mean? How many times have been at the baseline of my personality on four drugs? Yeah. I've never turned towards hurting anyone. I burnt my shirt in a bonfire and I was cold all night.
0: Well, you have to do that. You have to have a little fun jumping over the bonfire because you're freewheeling. You're living the, you're living the dream. Do you really think that I had the leap? Do you think <laughs> I, I had the vertical to get, get over a shirt? bonfire? But you know <laughs> like, you were looking at it. You're like, I just want to be in. Everyone has that 20-year-old hippie girl inside of them. And then a little one, bit. A little bit. And then once you realize physically you cannot celebrate around fire, it gets really sad for you.
1: No, but, I tried to do that. I remember one time during my full dashiki phase, I was rolling around on the ground like I was doing literally like acting natural. And then all of a sudden we were doing a murderfest rehearsal and I felt like a pinch on me. And then what the hell was going on? I'm certain I've told this story before. And then I realized that I was covered in r- ants. I was covered in red <laughs> ants. My whole body was lit up with ant, with funny. red ant bites. I don't know if I'm you
0: f- did tell that story before.
1: <laughs> no, I fucking
0: just, I hate nature. But that is a normal thing to happen when you're doing drugs. Sometimes you'll just be covered in ants. And it's That's a good different. thing that you actually had ants on you and you weren't just hallucinating the ants because then yeah. you're in a whole nother sphere of of messed up. So this guy, I mean, to have. The ketamine might not have helped. I don't think any of it helps. No. I went
1: to a party where a bunch of older people were on ketamine and they acted really fucked. They acted really insane.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Ketamine is one of those I've never messed with, and now I'm kind of done with it because I'm old, and I'm just like, my brain is good. I'm like, it's Larson. Ed
1: Larson really hit it
0: hard for me after 30. He said, no new drugs. No new drugs. After 30, if you haven't done it in your 20s, and then after 30, start going just like X some of them out. Just be like, I don't need that one. I don't need that one. Only problem is that cocaine will kill you now, man. Not well, like before when it was fun and it just helped you roller skate. Now cocaine is <laughs>
1: gonna kill you. That's what it's gonna do.
0: And a lot to of the, careful.
1: You gotta be careful. You if gotta you, be careful. Where are you gonna give her? Know your dealer. Tip your
0: dealer. Tip your dealer. And if you are out there having a good time with drugs, get one of those testing kits because fentanyl is no oh, joke. Is be very careful.
1: That's gonna be the new dental dam. Nobody's gonna come out. You mean to tell me. A bunch of people are gonna sit around and do cocaine and be like, guys. Let's be responsible and think. You about have to test time. it, yes, and then go and take it. Be like the, the insulting thing of taking somebody else because you definitely didn't purchase that cocaine, right? You like if you, you have the testing kit, you have not brought the
0: cocaine. No, you're bringing the safety, which is very
1: important. No, but can you imagine going out with a lovely lady? I mean, I'm certain there's many people do do it, and you should. Technically, you should, but there is a distinct, intense, difficult section. If you were to use a dental dam, we you go, be like. I'm just gonna put down this little bit of a placemat. <laughs> just let's just all just to, to ignore the tarp. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. It kills
0: the mood. It's yes, gonna kill. I, everybody's gonna be really upset. Well, you know what kills the mood when everyone ODs at your party. Whoa, that kills the mood, ah. Mr. Zabrowski. Just, ah. I'm not even saying don't do it. I'm just saying test it to make sure it's not full of things that are gonna kill you as soon as you snort it up your nose and it hits your brain. Maybe Next you just thing you don't know, do. You got to take all these bodies out of your apartment. I mean, that's the big problem. Yeah. I. All right. So here's a story that I wanted. To, I wanted to
1: tell you. You will like the story, Kissel. Okay. Booby traps. This comes from the BBC. Big black cock. <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> it's a very well respected news source from the UK. Okay. It's called BBC. By. Uh, it, it doesn't say who wrote it. Man in Maine killed by own device. A 65-year-old American man who rigged his home with a booby trap to keep out intruders has been killed by the device. Oh. Ronald Seer called police in the town of Van Buren, on the side of mine, I'm gonna go down road, to say he had been shot. Police found a door had been designed to fire a handgun should anyone attempt to enter. That's yep. his That's his booby trap? Yep. Mr. Sear was taken to a hospital, but he died of his injuries. It is illegal for homeowners to install such traps, apparently. Police in Van Buren, which borders the Canadian province of New Brunswick, said they responded to a 911 call in the early evening of Thanksgiving, this is on Thanksgiving, Jeez. last Thursday, from a man who said he'd been shot. Following an extensive investigation that lasted into the early morning, it was determined that Mr. Sear had been shot as the result of the unintentional discharge of one of his homemade devices regretfully, Mr. Sear succumbed to the injuries, his disdain from the gunshot, which also, honestly, right before he died, he must have been super proud.
0: Well, I mean, he definitely created a booby trap that can kill. It reminds me of the film You're Next, which is a great horror film. I think it's from about two or three years ago where they set the booby trap up. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but let's just say it backfires a little bit on the door. I do like the idea of a door booby trap, but Love it a not be trap. a gun. I mean, it should be like... You know, it's got to be like the bucket of water or like something no, kind of goofier. The no, gun is—that's just a I'm- very intense one. And also, if you're a burglar, though, Henry, let's be honest—you're a burglar. You don't go through the front door. Who? What burglar? No, no, walks? I go through the chimney. You go through the ch- well. You're—you got a Santa Claus body. You just slide right down, Santa
1: Claus. That's Dress perfect. As Santa Claus come through the chimney. The children think you're magical. Parents are too afraid too afraid to bust the bubble, so they don't want to kill the potential rapist. Right. But what you do is you leave something and then you take something.
0: Yes, I mean that's the way. That's the way to do it. But this guy, I feel like he thought that home invasions or home intruders were much more polite than they actually are. They don't go through the front door. That's not the way it I'm, works. I am way more into the concept of
1: are like net guns, yeah, and sound weapons. I think ah. if there's a way to to do some form of booby traps or some sort of security measure on the outside of your home that is a sound weapon uh-huh. that will make the guy fucking shit his pants or temporarily go blind. I think that's a really good way of
0: keeping somebody from, from going for your home. But you do it for when you leave town for vacation. Sure. I could go with a good sound weapon, but if you have the net, then at some point you've got to like, what are you going to Cut do? Him out. you got to cut him out. You gotta like, yeah, but then you, you and, you and your kids. Billy club?
1: If you got kids and stuff, and you got like, let's say you got a pool, or you got a couple of like pool cues or something like that, you go poke at him while he's stuck up in the net. That's fun for the kids to do.
0: That is kind of fun. A burglar pinata is always a good time. So this guy, he he succumbed to his own creative genius. He did, and
1: he must have, like, on, at some point, he's just been like,
0: it fucking worked. It
1: really did. In September last year, a man in Illinois was killed when he opened a neighbor's shed that had been rigged to fire a shotgun. And it turns out they had found in a circular hot tub the same guy. They said the man in Oregon, that's for, that's for our beautiful friends in Oregon. Oregon.
0: Oregon was
1: charged after fortifying his home like a scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. FBI agents found a circular hot tub lined up with a trip wire, a fortified front door, animal traps, and a wheelchair rigged with a shotgun that went off, hitting an agent in the goddamn leg. I think we covered this last year.
0: I'm not going to uh, say he isn't the most fun uncle in the world. Like, if you're a, a fun kid idea, you go over to this guy's house, it's just like, you got to be careful where you step. You got to know any step could be your last. It's kind of fun, but who wants to break into the homes of these people. It's always the people that have nothing that are like, we better get a gorilla to, to guard the door. Who what do they what do they have to steal? I don't I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know what would be that I mean a lot of times they have a lot of fun old World War Two stuff in there. That you probably even shouldn't have. Maybe. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that. It's stuff like Hitler's fucking night guard is in there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's stuff that they, they want to protect. A lot of these human beings, a lot of these people are in the world of keeping their money in tangible gold. You know what I mean? yeah. They have been a lot of cash for gold advertisements have been placed at their eyeballs for the television and the various programs they've
0: been watching, especially mm-hmm. if they've been listening to Coast to Coast. I mean, why wouldn't you turn your cash into a thing that you cannot use at the grocery store? Why wouldn't you do that?
1: Because then you have it, and you can always slide it up your asshole if you need to (laughs) escape the country. This is big. I am going to
0: start converting money to gold. I I could see you actually falling for that scam. No, no. It's stuff that you can—no one will know that all of my wealth is in the jewelry on my hands and on my fingers. What would you possibly get— you can't buy a car if you throw a gold coin at a person at a car dealer. They will have you arrested. You'll be detained. Why? You'll be shocked. Because that's money. It is not proper currency. But that's money. That is money. It is how much tech- more
1: fun is that? For to being a you are you sell cars. You sell Toyotas, sure. all right? You've been moving these Rav fours like hotcakes because love of their a good accessibility RAV4. and how much pull and power they have. Yeah. All right. Right, And you're going out there, how much fun would that be instead of all day with these fucking forms? It takes four hours to lease a car. What if you just give them a fucking bouillon bar like you give them one of those, like an old-timey pirate ship, mm-hmm. like a, a brick of gold, and then go be like, let's call this deal arranged. I and then i like, certain he'll let
0: you drive off with it. You just made them do more work because now they have to go to the bank and be like, how much is this thing? And they'll be like, sir. Uh, that is chocolate. <laughs> that is a chocolate bar wrapped oh, in a gold wrapper. Wow. You sir are the dumbest car dealer oh, in the history of wow. car
2: dealers. This is this is certainly a bad day for me. <laughs> oh no! I gave him two round fours.
0: Good news, you can eat the chocolate though, sir. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So be yeah. careful if you're booby trapping your house. Make sure that you are not the boob.
2: Hmm. Huh. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> huh.
0: very good. Be careful. I. My question is, why is he doing this on Thanksgiving Day? Because he's obviously insane with no family members, and this is the closest he has to the idea that someone might be coming over. Oh, he's just he thought someone may come over for Thanksgiving, and because he's so guarded and so old and just angry with the world, he wanted to prevent them from entering his wonderful sanctuary that no doubt ha- has either. Four to eight random stray dogs in the backyard.
2: I know what's going on. If I give these criminals even one minute, if I slip even once, they're gonna come in my room and rape me while I'm sleeping because my butt now won't
0: quit. I mean, I have no idea how physically attractive the man was, but now That's he is what it deceased. Is.
2: I got the legs. I got the the tush that ZZ Top had pontificated upon for many a classic hit. So I know for a fact if I don't keep them studs from getting in this home, Mm. I'm going to have so
0: many people trying to make a foal in my backyard. It sounds like you're lonely, and it sounds like you just need to go and actually have sex with a person. Just come and
2: hold
0: me. I know. Coming home. That's the interesting thing about ZZ Top. They performed at the 1997 halftime Super Bowl show. Is that an interesting thing about a ZZ Top? Isn't is that interesting? I found that out yesterday. <laughs> um, all right, well, I let's tell you. a story <laughs> here.
1: <laughs> That's not
0: even a – what are you even talking about? <laughs> it's know. the Green Bay Packers. They were playing the New England Patriots, and they. yes, that was ZZ Top performed at the halftime uh-huh. Show. It was powerful. They, they were, oh they were swinging their guitars. and So this story, <laughs> this next so story, it's just – this one is actually very difficult to find any sort of humor in. Um, not that these stories aren't difficult to find humor in because they're usually uh, horrific. We try to give you the news with a little bit of sugar. Yeah, a
1: little sugar helps the, the, the medicine go down your pants.
0: Yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, moms, one of the things they're not supposed to do is kill their kids. And in this case, hey, this mom said... Let's not fucking say he should and shouldn't. I don't think... I think that is... Supposed key. and not supposed. The key to being a mom, like the number one thing... Don't kill your kids. So this Is that true, or is yes. it just having a child? I think just having children makes you a mother. Not if you hang them in your basement like this woman did. No, no. It's a Pennsylvania mother. Uh, she told police she found her two children hanging dead in their basement after her son, quote, made threats of doing this but didn't want to go alone. Now, prosecutors allege Lisa Rochelle Snyder, she actually killed her son, Connor, who was eight and her daughter, Brindley, who is four, this is inside their Albany township home, before covering up the crime to make it look like a bully bullying-related suicide. This is according to Berks County District Attorney John Adams. No, not one of the founding fathers. Eight-year-olds, uh, this is what he had to say. He said, eight-year-olds generally that I'm aware of do not commit suicide. So, of course, we had questions. This is a horrific, tragic incident uh, this mom also, this story is so freaking weird. So, okay. So we got, No, it's incredibly kids. sad. It's incredibly sad. But then so these but kids then were turns, found. Yeah. But then this story, Henry, you, you alerted me to this portion of the story. So we have the two kids hanging. Well, let's. I want to, let's prep this. Let's, okay. let's, let's,
1: let's, let's, let's really ease people Please. into this second fact. So <sighs> these kids were found. Hanging by the necks, incredibly sad. The woman was said that she was outside smoking a cigarette when they did this. When she told them, we're going downstairs to build a fort. Right? So she said, even though every one of the kid's friends said that they didn't play in the basement because it was an unfinished. Like, literally, it was like a a place where you go to hang your children. Right. Um, So they went down there. She blamed, she called and said, I tried to lift them up, but I couldn't, I couldn't get them out of the hole. It's an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. Right. Right, she said, "Oh, they must have killed each other because they didn't want to go alone." All this ridiculous, very sophisticated reasons that she put on these kids. Immediately, they realized it was all horseshit. Yeah,
0: right. I'm looking at this picture now. This Pennsylvania woman, she's got squatting thighs. There is no way she could not have lifted these children.
1: Yes, she definitely did. She definitely could have done something. Yes. Right? So this all happened. So while all of this Ugh. is happening, they see they they go through the house, they seize the computer, they seize all of like various information. They found out that she like she Googled very standard like how long to suffocate a child, like right. how how much oxygen do they do they can you basically take away from a human being before they die? Blah blah blah. blah. They also happen to find within her email why because is that the though, big Henry, thing I is that I
0: have a question before we get to the most disgusting part. Why do people feel the need to ask Google everything? You know, even things that we know. This I don't like know. the idea of like asphyxiation, the idea of hanging. We've been doing hangings in the world for millennia. I, I feel do not like know. she should know the answer to this without asking Google.
1: I feel that this is a type of thing that it would be great to use our libraries for. Yeah. Unless, I you feel like you're going to get
0: sprayed with Dookie. I mean,
1: in the end, if you're there to plan how to murder your child, maybe you should get sprayed with Dookie, and then you've got to think about what you've done and that's why good, you're doing it. That's a good point. Um, So they found, because they also were looking for the dog. The dog has been missing. A 50-pound pit bull has been missing. Right. So they can't find him. They found in her email several pictures of her having sex with this dog that, they, that she was sent to it. Now what is saying what they have called an unknown male, who is a known male to himself at some point. Um, it, it's he's obviously a known male. Yeah. Um, who uh must be feeling pretty uh a little weird about what he's been doing.
0: It I mean? really is. Um, this is a this is a tweet that came out from Jim Vassal of WFMZ. He says, in a sick twist, police are now charging Snyder with having sexual intercourse with her dog. Evidence, including pictures, were found in her email during the course of the investigation. Police indicate the images are from. From prior to the murders, um, so I get uh, <laughs> you, not, mom, mom. not mom, of the year. You know, no, I think no, can, no, no, no.
1: I, I, I'd almost put it. I didn't. I wouldn't even call her mom of the week. No, I, I think that she is. Uh, no, nah, she's not a good, man. She's gonna go to jail for a long time.
0: Yeah. Um, So according to a search warrant, two emergency responders who arrived at the scene first found the children hanging three feet apart from each other with a, quote, single wire cable with plastic coating and ends containing swivel eye snap hooks Uh, in the transcript of a call between Berks County emergency dispatcher and the first responders obtained by the morning call. The fire captain asks any indication from the caller if the scene is safe or how these children ended up there this is a quote from the dispatcher she sh- she says she mentioned that the eight year old has been bullied and has made threats of doing this but I didn't want but didn't want to go alone at this time it should just be the mother and the two children on the scene so she also just like the blaming of your children for their own suicide too I mean obviously this woman is like beyond oh no sick. she's a,
1: she's a very bad person she she apparently she admitted to a friend that she was depressed, and she no longer cared about her children.
0: Who is her friend? Who's the friend? Know. It's I don't some- know. It's, She
1: says friend. You know what I mean? But it was probably just somebody... Because sometimes you're forced to work with somebody. True. You're like, sometimes you are just... And then that person has decided that you are friends. It was like, I listened to a podcast called The Thing About Pam. Uh-huh. The guy, Keith Morrison, the guy that does all the Dateline shit, the hilarious voice. I love it, him. But the whole thing is that he, this woman that went missing... Just like got a new best friend, Pam, who decided that she knew every single thing about this person's life. She wanted to completely insinuate herself into someone else's life. And essentially, I mean, we don't know for certain, but you definitely murdered her. So you be Uh. be careful about who these just straight up like random ass friends you make at the office before you decide to fold them into your life.
0: Um, so the first warrant, when they searched, when the police, uh, when the Pennsylvania State Police first searched, they took the wire cable, they took the two wooden chairs, they took an iPod, two iPods, um, iPads rather, a computer, and an Xbox game. Then the second warrant, uh, that was October second, they requested the family's dog, a black fifty-pound husky pit bull mix, but that dog is still missing. That is also the dog that was in the explicit sexual photos. And I am I am just gonna say that she probably killed the dog, right? I mean, I would think uh, that she probably uh, just got rid of the dog because she killed her kids.
1: Go, go, puppy, go. And it's and then the dogs st- I mean, I don't know, man. Ugh. I think that the dog might have been let go. Um the dog might know. be at some sort of pussy shack. Is that a term for it? I have no clue. Is that going to be a thing? Can you put your your vagina up against a glory hole for a bunch of dogs to no. lick it? I don't know what state this is
0: legal in. No, I don't know if you can in do that. Any state, it's disgusting. Uh, and the emails were found again in in email. The photos were found rather in an email during the investigation. So I guess you gotta you gotta find out who was getting that like bing. Like when you got your email, like it's like, and then you're looking like, oh, sweet. More dog photos.
1: Also, oh, a big thing God. to do is to um, maybe send a note
0: to somebody. Maybe maybe something like that's good in a letter. Yeah, a I don't know. Either way, the recipient of the dog stuff has probably got a, probably got a few questions to, to yeah, answer. Yeah, man,
1: it's fucking awful. All of this is awful. It's a terrible story. <laughs> I actually was book. afraid to even bring it up. Yeah. I was afraid to even fucking read it. <laughs>
0: All Um, right, well, be careful out there. As Henry said, this holiday season, don't murder your family. If you can just get through these 45 days from Thanksgiving to New Year's Day, just get through it. That's all it takes. You can do it. Just get through
1: these days. We just got to get through it. Understand, like, if you're having these thoughts about your day of reckoning, push them to January and you feel like you still want to do it in January, then think about it. Then think about it. But for (laughs) now. Don't be influenced by the consumer season. Well, I okay? think what it is. Because that's what
0: it is. It, it's, also, it's also like the music is so cheery. I just went to the deli Everything. today before we recorded, and they were singing this Christmas song. No, i forget. You've heard me rail on this.
1: That's the thing, because it is this, it is a 45 days of you must be happy. Yes. This is the happiest time of the year. All right, where's your smile?
0: I where's just, your smile, big boy? I'm just kind of like, tired, Hey, hey buddy, just... hey. We're working pretty hard. I was just... I didn't really want to... smile! Happy. Uh, you want me to... Great! Okay. Um, it was, it it's very... what makes you the Joker. It, what, it's it... what made Joker was being forced to put a smile on his face. He also didn't
1: get his pills.
0: Right
2: from your grave.
1: My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com/left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and. Uh, My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P pcom slash LastPod. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do! Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their 7-day free trial. That's amazing! No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your Children or Significant Other Can't Ruin Your Cue. Never miss a minute of shows like oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it and it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money and less hassle, try it yourself with your seven day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv left. That's phil dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Live right from your grave. Now after the worst story of the day, I do wanna plug uh, a really great show. Like we've covered them. I'm gonna we're gonna bring them onto the show uh, in the next coming weeks. Okay. Greg Newkirk, Dana Newkirk, who created Hellier. Oh yeah. Hellier was a series that was put out, I wanna say, last year that it started with the um, the investigation into the Kelly Hopkinsville goblins case, which is the idea of a bunch of goblins coming out of a uh, out of a, a kind of like either a ravine or, or a well that was terrorizing a family. They received a series of emails saying, hey, these little creatures are bothering me. They went in to investigate it and it, and it ended up becoming a massive investigation into high strangeness featuring mostly Indrid Cold, who was a side character from John Keel's The Mothman Prophecies. Okay. Hellier season two is going even deeper. I'm halfway through right now. It's deeper. It's getting deeper. 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 Um, I started watching it. It's highly fascinating. And what's really nice about the Hellier series, and I, and I want to state this, is that you watch it. And when you're watching is people enthusiastically opening their minds and hearts to the unknown. I think that if you're going into these things saying you want a picture of a goblin, you're going to be disappointed, as is anybody that thinks that they're going to go and get a picture of some anomalous behavior, and they think that that's the be-all, end-all. Right. Like some kind of some kind of hard one. This like proof. Like you want a goblin in a cage. I understand, but where this goes is more important. Showing about the idea of. Where can your brain and where do you end up if you just open yourself up to the unknown?
0: And it's a fucking wiggity waggity ride. Awesome. Hell yeah. Check it out. Season two. I don't want a goblin in a cage, though. I want my goblins running free because then they're having fun.
1: No, oh. kissel, they're gonna fuck with your pizza.
0: Oh, get back here with my pizza. And my pizza. That's a goddamn pizza goblin. Um, also, just really quickly here, John Bene Ramsey's photographer. I know. This is gonna what? be stunning to a lot Kissel, of people. No.
1: So he but, got an award for best photographer you, in the world or
0: you know, it turns out his name is Randall D. Simmons. Uh he was hired by the by the family, the Ramsey family, in nineteen ninety-six to take photographs of their daughter because everyone should hire, you know, a fifty year old man to just take photographs of their six year old. Um, but he's just been arrested on uh, charges of child pornography. Which what? I know, I know, I know. A child pageant photographer. What? It's stunning news. Um, but uh, you know uh,
1: you know what I'm gonna say right now and we got we got heat for back of the I will say our JonBenet Ramsey episodes are probably some of our more controversial episodes considering at the time that we did it we were a little bit more rough around the edges but my theory still holds that I still think that it's somebody outside of the family and that's very controversial people get kind of mad about it because they everybody wants it to be the brother right but I am gonna say this guy killed JonBenet Ramsey that's my that is my Theory. theory well, is that definitely- this, is the, the, this is a guy,
0: something like this shows that he might be responsible. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not going to victim blame when it comes to the parents here. But I'm just going to say, if I saw a 50-year-old man taking a picture of my 6-year-old daughter yeah. while yeah. she is wearing a leotard, that yeah. man yeah. would be in a coma. Like, the idea that they paid this man to go you, and take and- pictures—
1: You invited a boomer into your home to take pictures of your scantily clad daughter, who was five years old.
0: So uh, police arrested Randall D. Simmons. He's now 67 in July on accusations, quote, he was regularly accessing images of child pornography on the public wireless network of a local restaurant. (laughs) Uh, The incidents happened between August 2018 and June of 2019. So just imagine... You're sitting. You're sitting at a. Oh, at, you're, you're sitting at a Panera God. Bread, and then you're just like, "Yeah, this guy always comes in. He looks on uh, the internet. I guess he's maybe maybe he works in finance or something. He can work anywhere." And you're like, "So what you looking at, Randall?
2: um, uh, um it's just kids sucking on a
1: hose. <laughs> so
0: disgusting.
1: This is shit. That it's it, look, look, so number one. This is not new behavior." No. This is not new behavior. If he's, if it has become so casual that he is doing this at the Panera, Ugh. right? That that it is that it has become that casual. It is definitely not new to him, and also
0: just good lord the the confidence. So in 1997, we have all of these glamour photos of John Bonet, right? Well, apparently we have all of those because this. Disgusting man! He sold the portfolio to the Associated Press in 1997 of all the photos he took of John Bonnet. This story, just if you're a parent out there, when I was, I went to um, when we did our show at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee. I did a little tour of Milwaukee University where I, went to, where I went to school, and there was a child pageant going on there, and all the kids were walking around, and they were all like, there. They have these big scorecards and ever. Some kids were crying, some kids were happy. It's six year olds. It, it's disgusting. Just. I I don't think we should ban a lot of things, but I am I, I, I would run on a platform of just banning child pageants. What is the point I, of these things? I, I absolutely hate them. They're disgusting. I absolutely
1: think that they are absolutely disgusting and all it does is invite people to have sexual thoughts about your children. Oh. That is God. I mean, I now they're making them more and more conservative, right? They're doing I which I, I think that that's kind of this weird response to it, which is all being like just just stop doing them. Just stop. Just stop putting this pressure on kids. I honestly think that all children in movies should be played by adults.
0: I agree. With I big agree.
1: caps on. Do you remember back in the day when you have some like some funny guy, like, like a Buddy Hackett playing a kid with a big spinny hat on? That Those yeah. were fun, innocent days.
0: He was 45 years old. He had a mustache. And they're just <laughs> like, he's 11. And he's goofy. Mexican I television. I agree. With
1: Escuela. Escuela has the guy with the, the spinny hat on.
0: Yeah. it's just, It's good stuff. Um, all right, so that's a little bit more information there on John Benet Ramsey. The story continues. I guess we should not be sh- sh- uh, shocked that uh, the person who was like, I'll take pictures of your daughter. No, um, yeah, is a child uh, pornographist.
1: Yeah, um, no way. I, don't call him pornographist. It sounds like he's a fucking, like he's a sommelier.
0: Yeah, whatever. The, child he's disgusting, is whatever he is. Um, okay, should we do Hero of the Week? Let's do it. All right, let's do. Hero. Of the week. hero. This week's hero of the week this was demanded by the fans. This demanded. I don't think we've gotten so many letters about a hero of the week potential uh in a yes. long time. So this dude, there was a London Bridge attack recently. It was a terror attack and this guy attacked the man uh you Usman Khan, he was subdued by a dude uh, who had a five-foot narwhal tusk. Now I don't even know what the hell a narwhal is, but it I, is a—it's a big—it's
1: a, big, a whale. It's got a big tusk on it. But I don't know how he got a hold of the tusk. On um, that, I'm not certain of.
0: But it's incredible that he used it to defend his country. Yeah, I guess so. And the guy—he's he, a, he's a Polish chef. He's called Lukas. And what happened was, in the footage, it emerged Khan was sprayed with a fire extinguisher while another man tries to suppress the assailant with a narwhal tusk, a long pointed tooth from a type of whale lunging at him. It is believed the items were was pulled from the wall of a, a fishmonger's hall, a grade two listed building on London Bridge. Again, That's incredible. So the Polish That's chef,
1: incredible.
0: Yes. Among those who pinned down the attacker was James Ford, 42, who also thought uh, to have tried to save the life of a woman who had been, uh, who had been stabbed. Um, of course, Ford himself was jailed in 2004 for the murder of a 21-year-old, uh, which is very, very bizarre. Uh, Amanda Champion, this, that's what this guy killed. But the Polish chef, he saw an attack happening. He saw the narwhal tusk on the wall. He grabbed it, and, you know, that's just Polish ingenuity right there. Yeah, man, you got to make a weapon. I'll tell you right now, I'm playing a domination
1: game in Civ Five as Poland, and I am I am destroying everyone. Really? I'm feeling so
0: powerful right now. That's why this this hero of the week actually pr- personally resonates with me. Absolutely. Um, Khan was at the Fishmonger's Hall near London Bridge for a University of Cambridge organized conference on rehabilitating offenders after previously participating in the university's Learning uh, Together Prisoner Rehabilitation program, but had showed, quote, no cause for concern. Well, evidently there was cause for concern because he went on an attack and was forced to be subdued by a man with a tusk. That's what happens, baby. That's what happens when you mess with That's the Polish. And then honorable mention happens. for Hero of the Week, I also want to do this guy. His name is Christopher Smith. He was shot and killed at his bachelor party. He attempted to stop a gunman. Very sad story. Christopher Smith, 41, was celebrating his bachelor party with friends on Friday night at Jake's Pub in Indianapolis when part saw a patron carrying a handgun. Uh, this was around 10 p.m. Christopher Smith approached the guy. Uh, he tried to disarm the man. No one else was hurt. Unfortunately, Christopher Smith uh, was killed because he saved people from being shot by a gunman. So we got we got the Polish chef and Christop- Christopher Smith, two heroes of the week this week. Wow, guys. Wow. Be careful out there. Yeah, so don't kill your families. Be a hero instead. Be a hero instead. Be very careful
1: out there. Um, I got a couple of letters from listeners I want to go through here. One is that we've gotten several people who work within the industry— of the the world of Google Home or Alexa yep. that have been trying to correct the idea that the device listens all the time. It seems like there are differing opinions, right? Because we have the detective right in saying that they are listening all the time. Yes. But that's how they hear you say, hey, Siri, hey, Google, Alexa, play Deo. I'm doing that too, just so it turns on in your home. Right. So what I'm going to do
0: is oh, read can we this do one that? thing. Alexa, what? play Toto.
1: Can Alexa. We just- Alexa, show me assholes. Whoa.
0: Whoa. Wow, we can really mess with people's Alexa. I didn't even think about doing that. All right.
1: So this is the thing. So I'm just going to read this little snippet of somebody just to kind of say because so this is the other side. I have no clue if the, this is. They're saying is that they record somewhat locally and they're not always sending back to the respective motherships. Okay. They all work the same. This is from a person by the name of C. They all work the same. Recording short seconds, long snippets at a time locally, meaning your recording stays on the device only and is never sent to any third party. Which I've also read someone, we had someone that worked within Amazon who said the same thing, who sent us an email saying, "We, the, it's all within the shelf of Amazon, and that's just deciding whether or not you trust Amazon as a company, yep. right? In that time period, they are listening for a pre-programmed key phrase, hey Siri, okay Google, or hey Google, or Alexa. If they don't hear it, the recording gets deleted. If it does hear it, then the recording is of just the key phrase, and the request that followed gets passed along. Stemming from the original discussion, using it as evidence in a murder, it is a very, 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 very small chance that it might be... Operating during its period of local times while a murder is happening, just sitting there, there is no evidence as the recording was is long deleted. Only the victim or someone had just said one of these key phrases. Sometimes, though, I will say it could just sound like the key phrases. That's sure. me putting them there. And then the request got passed along over the internet. Could there be a possibility of there being a recording of it?
0: So basically, if you are in peril and there isn't Alexa around, just be like Alexa, and then Alexa. It'll re- Alexa. And then uh, it'll so, record everything. There's a key little
1: PS. Here's a little trick to test out the above. Get one of these devices, connect it to your internet, then unplug your router modem, meaning then it can't connect to the internet, right? You can still say the key phrase and a request, and the device will recognize the key phrase and activate, meaning that recognition takes place locally on your, on your device. Since it can't connect to the internet, it'll then tell you it can't connect to the internet to process the request that followed the key phrase. So,
0: Okay. Uh, that's yeah. another opinion. I don't really trust re- Amazon. As a matter of fact, on against Top Ed, I'm going to be talking about this story. Uh, this is uh, from an employee. They say Amazon warehouses are, quote, cult like sweatshops run by robots. I don't it's trust hard. Amazon. I don't trust It's hard Amazon. out
1: there, man. It's hard out there. Uh, we've got this. I got another email saying that Papa John's can't stay in a trailer unless it's kept precisely at seventy four degrees. What do you mean? They literally, keep, if you goes and work on a commercial shoot, there's the guy here. I used to work for an ad agency that did all the marketing commercials for Papa John's. John Schnatner is a huge scumbag. He was the biggest prick on every shoot. He would throw a th- <laughs> the fit for things like his dressing room not being precisely seventy four degrees. Oh, wrong temperature in his trailer. That was a fireable offense if you were his assistant. Jeez. He would flip out over the most petty things and delay everything. I mean. He's the papa. He's got to stay in charge.
0: I guess so. I guess so.
1: Okay, so I got some good... This is another from a librarian. Uh, This is in regards to our our librarian shitter incidents. Yep. I'm a librarian. Used to work in a number of very busy public libraries in crappy areas of the UK. We seem to attract poopers at a ridiculous rate. Some notable patrons included. A man who pooped on a chair in the study room and covered it with an open book. (laughs) Someone who returned a book with a dirty diaper inside of it. A woman who fouled our toilet to the point we had to get a hazmat suited maintenance person in to clean it. What is going on? And most fun
0: a man who peed on a computer. What is? I thought is anyone reading at libraries, or are they just glorified bathrooms? What is going on? I don't know. It seems
1: fun. It seems fun if you're in that mindset. I, just I have feel another. Like
0: an- you, you're you go into library studies. You're a librarian. You like things calm, peaceful. Mm-hmm. I'll go work in a library for my entire life. I sit. I say, nope. yes, you're going to want to go to section 133. That's our philosophy section. And then the other side of your job is stop shitting on the computer, sir. Sir, please you're stop just, shitting on the computer. You're
1: so relaxed. I guess. You're in the world of, of, of Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, and you get lost in it. And sometimes you just shit. You just sit on a stool and you put a book on top of it.
0: Uh, well, judging by the Toronto story, the only thing that's Huckleberry Finn-like is the racism. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hot take. Hot, Hot take. take. Hot take.
1: Okay, so this is another um, buckets of shit story. Oh, my. My aunt is a very sweet person who is honestly altruistic to a fault. She's a failed foster parent to many dogs and cats, meaning that she just couldn't pair to part with them once other temporary homes had been arranged, and has a de facto adopted daughter from when she was a foster parent several years ago. My de facto cousin Shannon, her son, and her fiancé, all of these are in quotes, Jeff, were living in the attic of my aunt's house for an extended period of time between living situations. Jeff and Shannon have been together for maybe three or four years, and in the second year or so, Jeff had of his leg from the knee down removed because of T2 diabetes complications. Ooh, not good. So, no. So Shannon has had some care- caretaker duties for him that were kind of forced into their relationship all at once. This will be important later. Not too long ago, my cousin and Jeff found an apartment that the three of them could move into on the other side of town. I'm not quite sure how, but they moved out while leaving my aunt's attic an absolute wreck with Shannon promising that she would come clean it up later. Of course, she would put it off and put it off, but then my aunt started noticing that she had a gnat problem all of a sudden. Oh, It was summer and getting worse and worse, so my aunt finally got Shannon to come over and clean by herself while she was at work. Shannon, I imagine, was going through old toys and clothes in the walk-in closet and came across a big 30-gallon trash can... That was obvious source of the nets. Uh Uh-oh. She pulled it out and realized it was going to be a pain in the ass to carry down and down the stairs because it was so heavy. She called Jeff like, okay, come on. This is that job for a man such as yourself. And, of course, he's an amputee. So he would not be able to help on the stairs. No. And he refused to come over. She set to work on getting it down the stairs. And she claims that she didn't know what was in it and didn't even realize that it was full of liquid until she tripped on a middle step on the steep attic stairs and spilled a half-full 30-gallon trash can filled with literal months of old piss and shit down into my aunt's living room and kitchen. Shannon got most of it cleaned up before my aunt came home from work, but it was all up in her hardwood floors and even got under her stove, which is maybe 12 feet away from the attic stairs. Apparently what had happened was Jeff's bedpan was full and Shannon wasn't around to dump it. He would pour it into this big plastic (sighs) trash can. They have a really terrible and emotionally abusive relationship and all he has to say about it was that Shannon's fault that it was dumped and that it was her fault that it was filled up in the first place because she didn't attend to his bedpans fast enough.
0: All right. Well, there's a lot to unpack there with this couple. I feel like the poop is the least of their concerns.
1: Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Poor Shannon's son. Um, this is, she is, this is really the Shannon's son. It's going to be nine in January. He was so sweet. Apparently. I know first I had a voyeuristic fascination with the story because it seemed like something out of a Carl Higason book that would get cut from the movie for being too gross. How on earth did Shannon clean it up by herself? How absolutely unhinged do you have to be to even have 15 gallons of your shit and piss in a trash can? What always gets me is that Jeff had multiple, multiple ass times to warn her, like, hey, don't try to move that yourself. There's 15 gallons of shit inside of it. And he didn't. And it ruined my aunt's 100-year-old home.
0: oh that's th- horrible <laughs> all right just, well again now the
1: thrill of sordid absurdity has worn off because the holidays are approaching and jeff and stan are still together that motherfucker is going to come to my house and pet my dogs and celebrate christmas with my family with poop on his hands that he can't wash off like goddamn
2: lady Macbeth.
0: Don't kill your family again. Even if they do leave 15 pounds of human feces in your attic, it's still... It's not
1: 15 pounds. It's 15 gallons. 15 gallons. 15 gallons. How Ooh. much... Let me put this. How much Mama does... 15, how much does 15 gallons weigh? Look it up.
0: Let's see here. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 23 pounds. 125 pounds.
1: <laughs> 125 <laughs> oh pounds
0: of shit oh, right
1: and piss Well just
0: you know family fa- wow. you, you don't pick your family you know you don't you, choose your family you choose your friends no, choose your friends you can
1: choose a family outside of your fam- uh, out of your outside of your family that's called your friends that's what you do that's yes. why we have
0: friends giving Yep, absolutely. Friendsgiving is the way to do it. Um, All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's side stories. We are excited to see you all in Toronto, in Detroit, and in Columbus, Ohio, this weekend. This is our final weekend on the road before we film our special December thirteenth in New Orleans. So we are very excited to conclude our whirlwind tour. Say say correctly, New Orleans. N- New Orleans, New Orleans. I cannot wait for New Orleans. I am like so excited. I'm going to gamble on oh, a yeah. riverboat, and I you cannot take me away, cannot.
1: Why would I ever try to stop you? Oh, I my can God. never. I can't imagine getting between you and a gambling boat. I would my, never do that. That's goodness. your day of reckoning.
2: Yes, um, indeed.
1: <laughs> I will say, uh, guys, go to sea. Wiz Brew and Page Seven Live, Los Angeles, December 11th. Uh, in Los Angeles at the Regent Theater, and then they will have several dates in the weekend of January 10th and the 11th throughout Michigan.
0: That's right. We oh. we here at the Last Podcast Network are going to start producing more shows. So, Whiz Brew and Page 7, we're sending them out on the road. Make them work a little bit. And so, please, go support them live. It's going to be a hell of a show. You know Jackie Zabrowski. She is. She's going to bring it. She always does. She is worth the price of admission herself.
1: Oh, yeah, Doug. This is going to be a really, really good show. Natalie's doing it. Um, they, I've watched them work on this, and the material already is is hilarious. I really think you're going to enjoy it. So get yep. your asses out to these shows. Absolutely. All right, fuckers. So you got to live every day. Live through December 31st. That's your key. Yes. That's your goal. That's you your big goal. It. Laugh knowing that after the 31st, into 2020, that is when it's your time to roll out your reckoning. Will your reckoning be, I'm going to make 20 loaves of bread this year. There you go. You can actually make an innocent reckoning. That's an innocent reckoning. And then you want to laugh. Laugh. Laugh like... It's hard, you know what it is. You know what it's too about the holidays. You want to laugh like you're with an Uber driver who's saying uncomfortable things. Yep, yep. And you just keep rolling with it because you just got to get to the Denny's because you, you woke up and started drinking, and you need to take that Uber to the Denny's because you're too drunk to drive already. And yeah, it's eleven a.m. and yeah, you're seeing Papu and you're seeing Nanu. All right, at the fucking whatever your Greek grandparents are called, your sure. Opa, your Nunu, you're seeing them, and you're too drunk to drive there. So Uber there and just laugh uncomfortably as the Uber says horrible things about society.
0: Absolutely. Get a little eggs over my hammy. I'm all right, everyone. Oh, I love that. Honestly, Denny's is pretty solid. I'm all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. That's very controversial. Hail Satan. magoos Why, about Denny's? It goes in
1: and out. I'm going to say it goes in and out. It's not that bad. Hail me. It's just, you know, eggs over my hammy is actually your safe choice.
0: Yeah, that's the the go-to. That's the whole point.
1: No, I mean, there's pancakes and you get the Grand
0: Slam. Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) Now I'm hungry for eggs.
2: Yeah, I'm hungry for eggs.
0: This show is made
1: possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.